Hello, my name is Denise Renner. Welcome to my program. I'm so thankful that you have chosen to spend your time, your valuable time with me. And I believe I have something valuable to say because I want to talk about the greater one. It says in 1 John that the greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That's a powerful statement, you know. That's a very powerful statement because it's saying that the one inside of you is greater than anything on the outside of you, than any pressure, than any pain, than any sickness, than any heartache, than any disappointment, war, lack, whatever it is, what's inside of you is greater than that. I think that is amazing. And the times that we live in right now, we need to know. Friend, we need to know who we are and we need to know that the greater one, not the lesser one, but the greater one is on the inside of us. And I want, if you have a prayer need, please let me know. Call us or write us. We are there for you. We care about your needs. We want to join in prayer. We can't hold hands with you, but we want to agree with you in prayer. Since so many miracles happen through these prayers, and it's because we join together in faith with your faith. And the Bible says where two or more agree together, touching anything, it will be done by our Father which is in heaven. That is so powerful. So please let us know and, and so we can pray. And if God's doing something special in your life through these programs, please let us know so that we can rejoice with you. Well, I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 3. And we're going to talk about, we're talking about the greater one, but he expresses himself through gentleness and through truth. And I love this scripture so much, and I meditated on it so many hours, and I want to share with you some things that God has shown me. So it says, I, well, I love the beginning. It says, my son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands for length of days and long life and peace will they add to you. So if we keep the law, if we keep the commandments, if we do what this word says, it's going to make our days longer. By, by that, I mean, you're not going to have, you know, 27 hours and 20, instead of 24 but you will get done more in the 24 hours than you would if you were not, a, if you were not a paying attention to the word of God, it actually steals from our time. But when we give our ear, our mind, our eyes to the word of God, it actually helps us get more done in our day. Now, I think that's powerful. Now look at verse three, let not mercy and truth forsake you. 
Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Now, mercy and truth, they have a way of trying to escape us. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but something happens and instead of wanting it to give mercy, we might tend to give judgment and that mercy in our heart, it escaped us. But the Bible says to bind it around our neck, to bind mercy and truth around our neck. Well, well how are we going to do that? Well, I want to say that there is mercy binding material. And one of the, one of those materials, and, and that's come up in my mind many times in my heart experiences, when I did want to judge somebody, when I was tempted to criticize somebody, the mercy that he's shown to me, the mercy that God has shown to me. When I look at the mercy that God has shown to me in those op, in those moments where I want to give judgment instead of mercy, but I look at the mercy that I've been shown. If I had stones in my hands ready to throw, it makes me want to drop the stones right out of my hands and let them fall to the ground and just say to God, God, I'm sorry. I want to sow mercy. You have given me so much mercy. I didn't deserve it. And you gave me mercy. And now it's my time to give this person mercy they probably don't deserve it. That's what mercy's about. But you've shown me mercy, and I'm going to show them mercy. Well, what about truth? Truth ever tried to escape you? I was talking to one person one time, and they've just struggled with sickness for a length of time, like almost a year. Horrible, horrible symptoms that would make anybody miserable and, and would cause people to be depressed and maybe even angry and confused. And I said to this person, I said, did Jesus save you? Yes. Is he Lord? Yes. Did he die on the cross? Yes. Are you going to heaven? Yes. Let's think about some truth. Truth has a way with the, the things that happen to us, the circumstances that we find ourselves in life, because this is not a perfect world, it's a fallen world. And, other, and things others do to us. It has a way of trying to steal the truth out of our heart or out of our mind or out of our mouth. But this word says to bind it around our neck. Mercy and truth. Don't let mercy escape you. Just say, mercy, get right back over here. Come on, mercy. And wrap that thing around your neck again. And truth, 
Don't you, don't you go over there. You get right back over here. Truth, get over here. And you bind it again around your neck. You know, it, it, we have some little doggies and, and they, when they get this particular stick, you can't get it out of their mouth because they have their jaws down on it and they're holding it. They're holding that. They don't want it to escape. And, and so that's what we have to do is say, no, I'm not letting mercy escape from me. No, I'm not going to let truth escape from me. It's so powerful. You might say, well, okay, but how do you write it on your heart? Because it says, write them on the tablet of your heart. Well, one way we write things on the tablets of our heart is by what we say. And we can, we can self-correct. You know, when, if, if we're saying something and it's not filled with mercy or truth, we can self-correct and say, rewind. You do that all the time. You do that on your phone. You push the X. Da, 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 you, you minus out what it was you said or a wrong spelling, you delete, you backspace. Well, that's what we need to do, friend, with our mouth in giving people mercy and holding on to the truth. If, if we're tempted, and we all are, to let that mercy escape us, we just need to, if we were starting to think some things we shouldn't think, we just need to backspace. Backspace, delete, X, 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 and start over again. There's nothing wrong with that. We're in training. You know, I love this that the Bible says this because the Apostle Paul wrote this and he said, I have learned. He said, I've learned in whatever state that I'm in to be content. Of course, he meant being hungry or naked or cold, or persecuted, but he, through the process, and that's what I'm talking to you about, through the process, he learned to be content. And you and I can learn that when mercy and truth tries to escape us, that we say, no, no, get back over here, get back over here, get back over here, wrap it around our neck again, Write it on the tablet of our heart. Say, say something good. Say the right thing. Give that person a compliment. Bless that person. Keep that mercy and truth. Write that mercy and truth on your heart. Bind it around your neck. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. And you know, the Holy Spirit, he will get so involved with us in this process because what are we going to do without the Holy Spirit? He's our comforter. He's our helper. He's our guide. He's our teacher. So what are we going to do without him? We would be so lost without him. And so you might hear the Holy Spirit say, don't say that. Say this. Don't make that face. Smile. It's going to be okay. I can handle this problem if you'll let me. Don't fear. Remember what I did for you before. I mean, the Holy Spirit, 
He can tell us those things. And he can show us that we can conquer because the greater one is inside of us than he that's in the world. And the greater one wants to express himself through this gentleness and through this truth in giving people mercy and holding on to the truth. It's important, friend, that our heart and our mind submit to the greater one that's on the inside of us. You may even hear the Holy Spirit, the greater one, say to you, don't say that. Keep your mouth closed. You keeping your mouth closed may be you acknowledging the greater one or you acknowledging the mercy and the truth that's on the inside of you and giving that to somebody else. I just love this chapter. Look at the rewards of those who show mercy and hold on to truth. Verse 4, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. When we discipline ourselves to hold on to the truth, show mercy, we're in that process, just like the Apostle Paul, because he said, I learned, so you and I can say, I'm learning to show mercy, I'm learning to hold on to the truth. And when we do that, it says that we find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. That's powerful. That is so powerful. It, and when you start showing mercy or holding on to, to the truth, you can say about yourself, I have favor. I have favor. I have favor with God, and I have favor with man. Why would you say such a bold statement? Because that's exactly what the Bible just said about you. Look at verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Oh, I've quoted this verse so many times to myself to try to keep myself from leaning on my own understanding of me thinking that I know the answer or me thinking I know the solution or me thinking I know what this person should do. I know what this person shouldn't do. I mean, that's leaning on our own understanding. You can say I was leaning on this chair. Well, I am. Well, it says not to lean on our own understanding but to trust in the Lord. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Well, that, that's a tall order because our heart, our heart wants to make these, uh, have doubt, fear, anxiety, confusion. And when we take our heart and say, God, your word says to trust you with my heart. But when you trust him with your heart, it is the only safe place. 
So many times God said to me, I don't want you to think what this person thinks. I don't want you to care about what this person thinks. I don't want you to change because of what this person thinks. He says, I want you to be moved and directed by what I think and by what I say about you. Friend, that is not leaning on our own understanding. And that's trusting in the Lord. The Lord knows that our heart gets afraid. The Lord knows we get tired, exhausted, frustrated. But he says, don't lean on your understanding. Don't think that you have the answer figured up in your little mind. I know you're smart, but you're not that smart. You need to trust me. You need to trust me. And when we trust him, we begin to experience his peace. Because you see, he is a person and he's there. He's there with the message. He's there with wanting to say something to us. But if we're arguing with him, with our own understanding, we can't hear what he's trying to say. I know many times trying to get myself in a position to hear from him and I would finally quiet my own heart enough and I hear him say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And when you hear him speak, quit leaning on your own understanding and trust in him and you hear him speak, he gives you the power to go through that situation. You see, because the greater one is in you than he that's in the world. He's already greater. He's already greater than this, this problem. And he wants to express himself through this gentleness, this mercy, and this truth. The truth of trusting on him. The next verse says, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Well, in all of our ways, all of our ways acknowledge him. We have to acknowledge him in our ways, like in how we're doing something, or what we're fixing to do, or what we're planning to do, or, or what we're afraid to do, or what we're tempted to do, to acknowledge him in that situation. And then he will, if we acknowledge him, we don't lean on our own understanding. We acknowledge him. Then he's going to direct our paths. And you know where he's going to direct them? He's going to direct them to peace. He's going to direct them to, to mercy. He's going to direct them to joy. He's going to direct them to success. He's going to direct them to soundness of mind. He's going to direct them to power. He's going to direct them to love. He's going to direct them away from fear. Because 
when we acknowledge him, we make room for him, then he can speak. And he comes with the right, the right words. I know like you, like me, there's so, there's so many times you're just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. But if we can turn off our ideas that we have the answer for the situation and and not lean on our understanding and trust in him, he'll give you the answer. You know, I, I heard the story of a woman. She was so upset with her husband because he's watching TV all the time. So this was her answer <clears throat> to his TV watching all the time. She took the TV and she threw it out the window. <laughs> well, that's rather dramatic, but you know what? It didn't solve her problem. He got mad at her and went and bought another TV. I know some, another woman who decided that her husband drank too much caffeine. So in fixing his coffee, she decided that she would not give him caffeinated coffee, but she would take this into her own hands and she would sneak decaffeinated coffee into his coffee. You see, that's leaning on our understanding and trying to do things the way that we think that we should do them or that we have the solution. I know one woman, she got mad at her brother. And so for her to take control of the situation, she made him some cookies. And so she put dog food in the cookies. She wanted to show him that she had some power and that she could say, I don't like how you're doing things around here. See, she was leaning. You're probably laughing. She was leaning on her own understanding. That's all her understanding allowed her to get instead of opening her heart, her mind to wisdom to the peace of God and to his instruction. You've got to see the rest of this scripture. It says he will direct your paths. Then it says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Here's the promise. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. If we recognize and we humble ourselves and we say, you know, I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer for their problem. I don't have the answer for their problem. I can't criticize them. I can't judge them. I can't gossip about them. I don't know what they should do. Then we acknowledge we acknowledge that we're not, we turn from being wise in our own eyes and we fear the Lord. It's, it's important to recognize that we're not to be wise in our own eyes and say, I know everything. I can do everything. I don't need you. But to fear the Lord and depart from evil and what a great promise. 
it will be health to your flesh. You know why I think it's health to our flesh? Because in, we give up our striving. We give up all that emotional energy to show that we're right, to show that our way is correct, that we can correct this person or we can correct this situation. If you just do what I say, if you'll think the way I think, if we stop that striving, it's health to our flesh and strength to our bones. Well, I hope that you can see. And please read this by yourself. Proverbs 3, verses 3 through 8. It's such a promise. It's so much wisdom that we need right now. You need right now. I need right now. And please call us. We're waiting for your call. We want to hear from you. I'm looking into that camera, but I want to know who you are. I want to know your needs. And I want to know if God's doing something amazing inside of your life through these programs. I love you. God, I just pray that you bless them. Lord Jesus, strengthen them. Help them acknowledge the greater one on the inside. And to let this gentleness and truth, holding on to mercy and truth and not letting it go, I pray in Jesus' name. Well, again, it's been my privilege to be with you. And I'll see you next time on our next program. Women are powerful and very influential, but what kind of power and influence they have depends on what has happened inside their hearts. The Bible tells us of women like Jezebel, a woman who had no touch of God in her heart and used her influence to destroy her husband, her sons, and her nation. But the Bible also gives examples of women who were supportive, godly, helpful, and delivering. In this amazing 10-part series, 10 Powerful Women with Rick and Denise Renner, you will learn about an unnamed woman who changed history, a woman God radically changed, a woman who saved her nation, a woman who was delivered of demons by Jesus, a woman who gave her living room to Jesus, a woman preacher in the New Testament. Whether you are a man or a woman, this powerful series will help you embrace who God wants you to be and is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we are also offering you the book, All the Women of the Bible. The world needs men and women to embrace their God-given destiny and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. This book is filled with examples of 400 named and unnamed women of the Bible, and it is amazing. We know it will be a blessing to you. This insightful book by Herbert Lockyer can be yours for just $19. Don't miss this special offer, this series, 10 Powerful Women, and the book, All the Women of the Bible. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.